Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 673. Today we are continuing our series of looks at the bonus features of The Force Awakens home video release. And this time we're looking at the building of BB-8. Punch it, Chewie. Hey there, this is Tim McMahon, Alan's co-host from the Expanded Comicverse podcast. But hey, you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, a daily Star Wars podcast, seven minutes a day, seven days a week. How awesome is that? Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and you know, I think one of the most surprising things about the six-minute building BB-8 documentary that comes with the home video release is that there is absolutely zero, count it, zero mentions of the company Sphero. Yes, indeed. The company that created the BB-8 remote control droid that we can all get for our homes and you know what I haven't gotten one myself somehow <laughs> I don't know a friend of ours has it and I've played with it and it's pretty cool but yeah for some reason I did not end up springing for that one but it is wicked cool I've seen it personally in action anyway that um, that was a real surprise to me I had been operating under the impression when the news about Spiro first came out that this was some sort of you know skunk works thing that had been done for the force awakens and had actually been in operation on set in the force awakens and that is in fact not the case instead it's very old school and as you would expect for say like r2d2 for example they had multiple versions of bb8 that they were using on set depending on the kinds of things that they needed to do with it and for those different operations they also had you know things attached to bb8 that they then had to remove in the visual effects department and by the way i gotta say like i have not really watched behind the scenes stuff for any of the movies quite honestly and this whole experience is making me want to go back and watch some of this stuff. I mean, I've read, you know, the art of books and the making of books, like that sort of thing. But as far as, like, watching these behind-the-scenes documentaries, this is a first for me. And now I'm really intrigued and want to go back and watch some of this stuff for the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, too. It's fascinating stuff. So the BB-8s, they talked about four different ones for the documentary or the featurette, I guess, <laughs> the bonus feature, if you will. Hardly a documentary at six minutes, but documentary short, maybe? Anyway, so they showed the one that they use for, like, action stuff, and they've got a puppeteer, Brian Herring, who is shown basically with this giant rig attached to BB-8 with BB-8 in the front of it, and he's running, like, full tilt all through, like, the Jakku marketplace and on Dakar at the Resistance base when BB-8 sees a Podameron coming back. Like, this is hysterical to see how they actually set it up. Brian, like, in this giant, you know, bodysuit so that way he can be green-screened out of, or, you know, special affected out of the, <laughs> the shot. It is really awesome, and they've got interviews with some of the puppeteers, like Brian, for example, little snippets, and 
I that's my only complaint ever <laughs> about these behind the scenes things so far. And I just want more. I want to hear more from this guy about his experience running around with BB-8. And um, another guy, Dave Chapman, who was operating the trike version of BB-8, which basically had, um, you know, an attachment at the back of BB-8 with additional wheels that was remote control and that he could use to um, make the head move around. So there's this, you know, there's an arm that connects from the back of that that goes into the back of BB-8's head. So that way he can move his head around a little bit and make the uh, motions and... um, gesticulations that BB-8 makes and so forth. They didn't show anything about how the um, how the attachments were done, which was interesting now that I think about it. They didn't show how he you know, had his little uh, blowtorch thing popping up or how the tray that popped out, how that worked or the, or the cables shooting out. Those had to have been visual effects, of course, and yet still I would have liked to have heard something about that too. But nope, not part of this. They show a couple other versions of BB-8 that they used on set as well, and a lot of the different environments that they were using him in and how, you know, they would use one or the other depending on what the scene was. And that was all very cool, as well as J.J. Abrams' thoughts on how, you know, to introduce BB-8 into this world and also how they even came up with the concept of him. I mean, there's, of course, the story of J.J. Abrams sketching it out, but there's a lot more background that's given in this little documentary short, which is very cool. But possibly the funniest thing of all is the interview with Anthony Daniels and this particular quote from him. I'm in a scene with BB-8. You'd expect me to say BB-8's in a scene with me, but actually BB-8 is such a star, it's like, I'm in a scene with him. And I was instantly enchanted. Now, this is inside baseball a little bit, but Kenny Baker, who plays R2-D2, does not get along with Anthony Daniels. The two of them have had some sort of spat or feud for God knows how long now, and probably it's one of those situations where it happened decades ago and they've just never resolved it or never made up for it. I know Kenny Baker is on the record as saying not nice things about Anthony Daniels, or at least saying that Anthony Daniels treated him not so nicely. I don't know if Anthony, if excuse me, Anthony Daniels has ever said anything about it in public, but it's kind of interesting to hear Anthony Daniels singing the praises of one robot, knowing that he is really not a fan of the other robot, or at least so Kenny Baker tells us. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this one. Hang on for a bit of trivia after the break. If you had to name an iconic special effect from the Star Wars movies, holograms would jump instantly to mind. From the moment Princess Leia appeared in R2-D2's very sneakily done Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi, You're My Only Hope hologram, everybody has been captivated and transported by the mystery of the technology as well as the mystery of the story it told. That's why I want you to check out SW7x7.com hologram to see what Zebra Imaging created with the R2-D2 and Princess Leia scene, as well as their other holograms as well. It's almost as good as having the real thing right in your home. One more time, that's SW7x7.com hologram to see it for yourself. All right, it's time for your trivia question. Listen, I've had a pretty messed up day. Last time we asked you what is the last line of dialogue spoken in The Empire Strikes Back, and it's OW! Which, of course, is Luke Skywalker reacting to 2-1-B's prodding of his mechanical hand. Today's question, yeah, you saw it coming. What is the first line of dialogue, in basic at least, spoken in Return of the Jedi? 
thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your scopes go dead and you start the landing cycle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a slimy mud hole, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.